This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to be nation. Welcome back and join us once again on the highway to the impact. Team. I'm your host, Logan Croslin, and I would like to thank you for joining us for episode number 64, where we will be live watching the impact episodes from February 18th and February 25th, 2006. Let me now bring in the only person joining me tonight. And that's my co-host on every episode. And that's Jake Williams. How are you doing, Jake? I'm doing well. Just a teacher and student left alone in the classroom. It's very empty in here, uh, professor. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had to call you in for a special session, so um, <laughs> we, we needed some one-on-one time together. So, um, but yeah, this seems to be somewhat of a cursed episode. We've had a uh, quite a quite a difficult time uh, of recording this one. Um, I think our original date we were going to do this is uh, Tuesday night. Uh, peeling back the curtain a little bit, but we were going to do Saturday night, and you got sick. And now yes, I, chose... had, I, I believe I had the same thing uh, William Regal had, the parasite William Regal had that forced uh-huh. him out of the WWE in 2003 or whatever. Uh-huh. I got you. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, but now we tried to record tonight and Mr. Souza uh, came down with the uh, British Lurgy, we believe. Uh, so he does <laughs> not have a voice. Um, so he could not join us. And then Sean, obviously has his travels and uh he usually doesn't even make it to these uh, tv episodes so no shock there but um he also could not join us but um it'll just be me and you tonight so we'll see we'll, we'll see how much of a disaster this ends up being I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right um but we'll go on straight into our episodes um if we can pull up february real quick and we will hit play mm-hmm. in three two one TNA Wrestling. There you go. Oh, they added. I thought, uh, it, might, they added, I thought uh, it might sync Christian up, but I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> they added Christian to the opening. And I don't think there was a Hardy, so I think Hardy's gone from the intro. But our last episode was Against All Odds, so we're getting our Against All Odds highlights with a very average uh, Christian Cage title win. Right, that's another reason we couldn't do it Saturday. We would add another medication to the, <laughs> to the. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, we would have had to have uh, suspended somebody else. <laughs> For... <laughs> I went to the medicine cabinet. Jacob Williams has been suspended for using liquid cork. To plug his <laughs> asshole. I'm shitting. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Like, at the time, I would have. If you would have offered it to me, I probably would have taken you up on it. <laughs> what is the stop shooting medicine? Is that emodium? Yeah, it's emodium. But man, okay. when you got like those stomach viruses, I feel like nothing. Just like you just got to like suffer through it. I don't think there's any real. Yeah. 
don't think you can do anything. I, I look like if you'd have saw me on Saturday night, I looked like uh, I looked like Raven in these promos. <laughs> just, oh no, emaciated uh, Raven. What do we right, think of the uh, strobe light me. that they've installed around the TNA symbol uh, in the Impact Zone Look, now? They're always they're always trying, Logan. They're always trying. They're doing anything. <laughs> do we still have the do we still have the little hanging things? Didn't we have that for a while? Like the little um, what's it like? Would they say Impact or something? And they would be hanging up here. We got the we got the TNA. Oh yeah, yeah, like the strobe the strobe light like lava lamp looking thing. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if they're still that's around. What I think it was. That's, the lava lamp be gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the lava lamp may be gone. They just replace it with whatever the the banner is for the next uh, pay per view, aka the against all odds butthole that we had last time. <laughs> we so expertly called it. <laughs> uh, let's. What do we think of this Christian fashion here as he comes out for? I'm assuming an opening promo. I, I'm gonna say this is one of his least offensive. Uh, right, it's it's more outfits. just like generic. Yeah, I agree. Like mid two thousands, but um, like boot cut. I'm not a big leather oh, jacket guy, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's still leather jacket with a like, but by TNA standards, I mean he's pretty much on par with everybody else in this place. Yeah, was say, he he absorbed uh, Jeff Jarrett's leather jacket uh, by winning the NWA title, so. He, he, if you're the champion, you have to wear the leather jacket. Very 1999 test he's got going on here. Mm-hmm. He kind of does look like a mini test a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, they are both Canadian, so it makes sense. Right. <laughs> leather jackets and uh, blonde gelled hair. Blonde beards. <laughs> yes. Blonde beards. Very loud jeans. Flaunting his title. Yes, he is very proud to be the NWA world champion. Let's see. Maybe this is where things will pick up. I mean, he's only been here for like two months or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this, like I said on the pay-per-view, this promo is a little bit, I, I watched ahead, of course, but this mm-hmm. promo is a little better than what he usually does, but, you know, he... He kind of kills it at the end of every promo by saying, that's how I roll. So, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's like a bad. So it's, just, uh, it's just a bad way to end things. It's just not good. Very similar to the, um, on PTBNXT, we had Alex Riley stuff. And you would cut these pretty good, like kind of heartfelt promos about, you know, I've been in this business for so long and never made it to the top, but I still have my pride or everything to go, time to rage. And it's like, okay, you just, you just ruined it with that corny ass line. Yeah, like you should just yeah, just stick with the like. Why we got like <laughs> lamest catchphrase you could come up with? Yeah, come on, that's how I roll because I'm so cool. But you know, he, he's basically his uh, as as uh, Jeff Jarrett said when he was um, he was still champion. He was going to have Monty Brown be his next challenger, so that still holds in effect. So at Destination X. Uh, Mr. Cage will be facing Monty Brown, so that's our next title match. But he does just talk about how much being world champion means to him. How you know he came to TNA to kind of you know prove to himself and to the rest of the world that he was uh, world championship material, and this obviously proves that he didn't make a mistake by uh, coming here and uh, failing again. <laughs> so, but 
Yeah, like I said, you know, I, I said it at the pay per view, and y'all were like, "Yeah, it still it still sucks because it's Christian." But this one is a little <laughs> better than his average uh, promo. Right. He doesn't. Uh, well, it, it does get bad, but that's not until Monty comes out. Because yeah, to be fair, on on this podcast, we we don't give people a lot of rope. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll turn we'll turn on them pretty quick. <laughs> not very, very forgiving. True. Now, I would be very Joe, offended. We love eternally. <laughs> Yeah, I would be very offended as a fan having to sit there with these like strobe lights going off this whole time. Like, just shut those things off. Just like let him talk in the ring and have a spotlight on. <laughs> Don West. Oh, but nobody in the crowd is epileptic because <laughs> they're dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're it is aggressive. Like. like... <laughs> Like, I could see for the intro, but I don't know why we need it during his promo. It is very distracting. Oh, my God. It's like the DX I mean, lasers. it's going off the whole time. The whole right. time. It's like if DX did the lasers during their promos in 06 or whatever. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Look at those salmon pants. Yeah. Is, is now, he... now, bad <laughs> outfits have been transferred to the challenger in this situation. In oh, God. And he's wearing, like, a Christian T-shirt or, like a like, a... Not, not the person, the, the face. <laughs> yes. The denomination of religion. Never to be, never to be outdone. Jeff Jarrett not even like Christian one up him on a horrible. He is like salmon corduroy pants, um, and like a doo doo brown shirt, and then a faded blue jean jacket. He definitely borrowed that from his mom's closet. I'm not gonna lie to you. You could, um, you poor. <laughs> there's a lot of gel going on here between <laughs> Borash, Jarrett, and EY. I mean, <laughs> everybody just yells at EY. EY just knows that Sting's going to come back and Jarrett. That's true. I, <laughs> I, I keep forgetting that EY is like the Sting conspiracy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm guy here yeah he, he he has become skittish and uh it will play more into his future character once uh team canada kind of splits away so he he continues to be kind of the apprehensive kind of skittish guy that always worries about everything um Weird. but mm-hmm. uh little little thing uh jeremy borash has now become the backstage uh mm-hmm. uh interviewer uh replacing uh, Shane Douglas, uh, at least temporarily or maybe permanently, we'll, we'll see as we go forward. But for now, Jeremy Borash is the backstage announcer. And I said on the last episode that Bobby Cruz was the announcer, but it's actually Dave Penzer who was in WCW. Uh, oh, kind of, uh, the Pins. So, so David Penzer is our new ring announcer. Mm-hmm. Yes. In my defense, they sound very similar. They both kind of do this when they announce. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> Look at old slick dick and his uh like his ASICs on or something. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Shannon Moore there for a second. I was oh, like, no. what? <laughs> well, we have Shannon Moore and Roddy Strong here. And I believe this ends up being a triple threat, and Mr. Uh, Jay Lethal is our other com- combatant. So, um, X Division action to start things out. Shannon Moore looks like if you had watched like an episode of. Like the Spider-Man animated series, and like there would be a crew of like, uh, yep. 
you know, like punk ruffians or whatever <laughs> that he would mm-hmm. have to <laughs> like the henchman of some guy or something. Yeah. Like an extra. He looks like an extra, I guess. <laughs> he looks like a supporting supporting character. <laughs> he he's like Kingpin's little henchman guy that runs around. Right, there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So the uh, stipulation on this match is actually we're about to have the World X Cup. So one of these guys, if they win this match, will get a spot on Team TNA. Wow. So. World X Cup, that's true. That's a thing. Yep, that is a thing. Um, who, um, in... who, what, who won the first? I'm going to see if I can remember. I, for some reason, I feel like the the last one, was it the Naturals that won? Inexplicably? I can't remember. Or, no, wasn't it like a super random team? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember who won uh, the other thing that you're talking about. Um, (laughs) But I'm I'm not sure. (laughs) Obviously, very prestigious. Very, very remembering. Um, Maybe uh, Candido Cup. I think that was. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, the Candido Cup. Who? I guess the Naturals had to win it. (laughs) But uh, actually, the World X Cup happened right before we started the pod. Like that was the weekly pay per view before we started. Literally, like the one right before that. So they bring in. They obviously have Team Canada. So it'll be you know Bobby, Eric, uh, Petey, A One, all those guys. Uh, they bring in a team from Mexico. Uh, it'll be some tri- AAA guys. And then Japan, they bring in some J- Japanese guys. They don't really get, like, the big stars from Japan. They'll get, like, the one of the other groups, not New Japan, but one of the other uh, organizations that's over there. Uh, they'll get some of their guys. But it's basically the four teams. Team TNA is uh, basically Team USA. Uh, they don't call it that, but that's basically what it is. And then... Obviously, we have Team Canada, Team Mexico, and Team Japan, and they do like a round-robin kind of, they'll do tag matches and singles matches, and then once it gets kind of towards the end, they'll do like uh, Ultimate X and stuff like that, so. But it's just for pride. (laughs) Yeah, these, a lot of cups are in TNA, or salad bowls Mm -hmm. in some cases. (laughs) Oh, it's a pretty sick moon, so I'll have my old Shannon there. There we go, Shannon. I was say, I feel like Jay Lethal looks very Irish with his uh, <laughs> very, tight choice, very, but, very, but I uh, guess he's not Irish at all. Very fit Finley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that should be his character. Like, he just goes to cut a promo and he's just Irish. <laughs> my name is Jay Lethal, and I love to fight. <laughs> That would be hysterical. It's kind of ironic because one of his major characters ends up being an imitation. So that's really funny. He does seem to be getting a lot of... He's on here a lot now in the past few episodes. Old Mr. Lethal. He seems to be maybe working himself into a little spot here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he's technically signed a contract yet, but he's definitely being featured a lot more and he's... He wanted the pay-per-view, and I believe he won uh, a week on Impact before this. So he's got a couple of wins lately. Good for him. Represent Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or wherever the hell he's from. <laughs> hey! Whoa! Big dub. Just I was saying. Mm-hmm. Got an eye for so this. Eat. 
Mm-hmm. He earns a spot on Team TNA for the World X Cup coming up. They don't. I don't think they actually say when it starts, but um, but yeah, he hits a like full full Nelson <laughs> overhead slam. And gets pretty the win. sick. Yeah, greasy penises uh, shoes are looking pretty slick, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he has the normal rough shoes. They look a little more, mm-hmm. as we say in the South, his tinny shoes. His tinny shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he goes running after he referees. So he, right, he has, he, he's got his pumas on. He just rips off his ref pants and has, like, bike shorts on under him. It's, um, trying to just first of all, does Don have it's like a double collared shirt? What's going on here? There, yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some multi <laughs> going on there. Multi collared, <laughs> still better than the bow tie. I don't know, that's pretty poor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so they are introducing a Ron Killings package. Oh, good thing Sean's not here. Like what they did with uh, Rhino a few months ago, where they kind of went back to his roots and talked about, uh, you know, his childhood and where he grew up and all that kind of stuff. So they're really pushing uh, Ron Killings here. Kind of talks about his uh, previous rap career uh, that he had. Um, kind of talks about where he kind of learned to dance and rap and who kind of brought him up in that. Oh. That that kind of world and stuff like that. Um, the Tupac some, in there, Tupac yeah, thrown in there. Picture with Tupac. That's pretty, pretty legit. Yeah, he has like he has like the uh, vanilla ice hair <laughs> going on. That's what it looks like. <laughs> um, but I, I think he, at one point he actually says he had scholarship offers from like major colleges to go play football, um, but he decided to. Get into the drug business. So um, football was not for him. Uh, he was more into music. <laughs> and drugs. And he wanted to sell drugs because he thought it would be an easier way to <laughs> get some cash, I guess. So <laughs> This is before he could get an uh, NIL. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was more about the money. Uh, he kind of talks a little bit about his kids, too, uh, what he wants to kind of accomplish and impact tna going forward but uh it's a pretty good package uh, no I, I dig this this is what they should have been doing with him for a while and uh, despite sean's to sean's chagrin i'm glad he's stepped away from the anchor that i mean because for so long because when we first started the pod he was like a main event guy pretty much like he was sort of the head of the three lk they were like his lackeys because he was like a title contender and then he sort of just got pushed to the back for like a year yeah, because he was. Stuck yeah, was, he really, he really fell to be like the third in command for sure. Because you know the the other two always do all the talking and stuff, so it, he just kind of having, no, yeah, despite having the most potential of doing anything in TNA, worth the 100%. shit. One hundred percent. Yeah, it was a good package. Uh, I I think it's good that they're kind of presenting him and refocusing on him and uh, giving him kind of a new direction. Um, but of course, we get the. Sh- Shit part of 3LK <laughs> parts at least. Oh my god, that jacket. <laughs> what is he wearing? It's like a Marine Corps raincoat. <laughs> it's like the man Mustard in the yellow. yellow hat from Curious George, but that's just his jacket. He didn't have the hat on. 
It's absurd. Oh my goodness. The bullet Bob comes in and interrupts uh, Kip and BG here and says that he is going to challenge LAX to a six man tag. So um Bullet Bob wants him some of Conan. So. Oh, let me tell you something, y'all whippersnappers. <laughs> let me tell you something, Conan. <laughs> Conan. Conan. I just Bret Hart. <laughs> I just made him Bret Hart. Yep. Let me tell you something, Conan. Let me tell you something, Conan. And here's Lax coming out. The Latin American Exchange. Conan must be warm this week. He's not wearing 14 layers of clothing. That's true. <laughs> He's wearing like a prison yard, uh, state prison, like a jacket. Oh, my God. Oh, Those is... pants. <laughs> Those pants are doing the most. Oh we have God. La Migra, which is basically immigration. Uh, taking on Sleeping. the uh, Latin American exchange here. So we have the oh very white. <laughs> it's like the government cheese mounties. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. What, what are they wearing? Like multiple pairs of pins? Why is their ass so know. inflated? I don't know. Because they their pants awful. are so tight. They look awful. Yeah. Terrible. I want to say it's by design, but I, I, I won't. I won't say that for sure. <laughs> It might just be that way. They 100% are wearing diapers. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just kicked him in the face. So I don't know if the, have... I don't know if the uh, Border Patrol officials have names here. Uh, Donovan Morgan and Michael Modest actually are their names. So definitely just two guys with totally normal names thrown into like a board patrol gimmick so they don't have like officer you know officer williams and officer this this guy is ext- wait who's this guy who just got the like uh <laughs> he uh he's got some very <laughs> saggy boobs <laughs> <laughs> this guy the great value it doesn't AJ matter he here. just died <laughs> yeah, he... he just got killed so which is going to say of... it doesn't matter who he is. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if your tits sag. <laughs> it was like, it almost wasn't even like his boots. Like, specifically, his nipples were very droopy. Oh, no. <laughs> so I need to find out who this guy is. So I could, you know, very trying, progressive to... by wrestling standards of TNA to have, um, to have the, um, you know, have these guys be the faces and have the, you know, in a different era, the roles would have probably been reversed. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> definitely true. <laughs> um, Ryan Drago was the uh, other fella that got the that had the droopy titties. So we had <laughs> Donovan Morgan and Michael Modest, who were the basically immig- immig- immigration officers. And then their random partner that had normal tights and had droopy titties. Who was Ryan Drug? So. <laughs> That's another part that makes it silly. Like these two other guys are in that ridiculous getup, and then this guy's just like dressed like a generic AJ. Yeah, <sighs> that, that, that's that's the hilarious part about it all. I want to say Michael Modest ended up being somebody. The name sounds familiar, at least. Hmm, maybe not. That sounds like somebody that would have been in like the spirit squad or something like that. 
Drago. And Donovan Morgan doesn't seem to have accomplished much. <laughs> well, wonderful Larry shirt. Sure oh, looks yeah. like Mama for Mama's family's uh, dress. Oh, God. Yes, it does. Oh. Basically, he's saying here, ah, well, uh, Joe, you, you're beating everybody in a... Uh, well, the only match you haven't been in is uh, Ultimate X, so uh, you're going to face AJ and Christopher Daniels again, which is going to be Ultimate X. <laughs> Joe's like, I don't care. I'll murder everyone. <laughs> the big line he puts in there is he says, they call you the living legend, don't they? And then Zabisco says yes, and he says, well, maybe they should just call you legend from now on. <laughs> What are you going to do? Wipe my blood and feces on your towel, sir? Meaning he's going to kill him. (laughs) You'll be able to kill me, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I fought Bruno Sammartino. No, I want to see see Larry selling the clutch. Can you imagine Larry selling? (laughs) He's flailing his ass off. He would scream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Jeremy, did he just threaten to kill me? Orish <laughs> is very uh, Jimmy Neutron looking. Or you know what? He looks like um, like an Ed Nettie character. Yeah, he does. Ed, 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 Ed Nettie, I should say. Not yeah. just Ed Nettie. So... Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have been the same show without the other the other Ed. Cartoons, I cartoons. Think, I think Austin Aries might be like impoverished Seth Rollins. I mean, I think that's the that's final verdict. On, like government cheese, Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's a good that's a good cop. He would probably be vastly insulted by that, but. Mm, he's an asshole, so. Yeah. Well, some, you could say Rollins probably is too. But <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Just sad. <laughs> compared to Austin Aries, I mean, he seems like a. Yeah, that's true. He's a saint compared to Austin, though. Yeah, you're right. I don't think that tape's really doing anything for you there, Daniels. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I think your neck is either fucked or it's just fucked. You know, I don't think I don't. I forget what you call that tape, but I don't think the tape's really doing anything for him. Mm, no, <laughs> that uh, what's that called? That like muscle tape shit or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It, I remember Cesaro used to wear it all the time. So yeah, need need to watch one of his matches and they'll say it. I do love his little pendulum elbow he does. That moves pretty yeah. well. Yeah. All things considered. Yeah, he's not horrible in the ring. Yeah. And that's the sad part. He's actually a pretty all right wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking prick in real life. <laughs> I love his ascot that he has hanging from his arm, though. What is he keeps doing all these gyrating? Like when he went to do a neck breaker a few minutes ago, he like did two pelvic thrusts before he did it. 
He's trying to get himself noticed, Jake. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh. Pretty sick. Oh, Ouch. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh. Away. Oh. 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 It's pretty sick. Uh-oh. Oh, but there's... <laughs> Move from one anal bead necklace to the other. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate bead match. He's he's going for the best moonsault. Ah, oh, he moved the belt in the way. What a bastard! So Aries did not tap out, so that match actually ended in a no contest. So some interesting yeah. wrestling, like physics, logic there. Oh. Like, oh my oh. god! <laughs> so is that? Is he oh, no. brained him? God. <laughs> Yeah, so Joe, Joe came lot. out and I think it's physically see, like, assaulting him. Daniel's his neck like rubber band if you put that in slow mo. Mm-hmm. But like wrestling, so you moonsault on a ladder or something, and that like hurts the other guy. But if you put the belt in the way, it saves you. <gasps> oh God! I just flattened your brain, just like I like my Earth. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I just flattened your skull like I like my earth. <laughs> now, AJ's outfit may be questionable. Yeah, hey, what is he, that? He the brown shirt. The I know. brown shirts, man. Like, somebody backstage is handing out, like, um, bleach and, um, <laughs> and brown shirts. Brown is not any of your colors, guys. Quit it. Dress like normal human beings. Yeah, AJ's definitely going to eat at, like, uh, Outback and then going to whatever bar in his hometown. Definitely going to Margaritaville after this on City Work. <laughs> God, the ultimate. I think, there's one of the, I think there's one of those on that. <laughs> you th- think they're going to show the X just falling <laughs> and them having to put it uh, back up? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> What an, an, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this does, the uh, the World X Cup usually does end on a uh, Ultimate X. I think that's usually like the final, final match. And it's always like conveniently close enough in the score where like anybody can win. You know what I mean? Like they keep they keep tally of who wins throughout the whole thing, and then right. like conveniently at the end, the ultimate X is worth like ten points, and everybody's within ten points of each other. You know, the more we do this podcast, the more I'm a, like, how does how does AJ like still wrestle? How do you wrestle past like 2010? I know, really. Like when you watch this, he must have been a guy at the time. They were like, "You got to stop a kid!" Like. You only got so many bumps on your bump card. Yeah. <laughs> your stack of dimes ain't gonna hold up. <laughs> like like four the like four bumps in those ultimate X highlights where I was like, good God. <laughs> he's good God almighty, he's dead. Um but uh 
Ron Killings helped uh, Team 3D at the pay-per-view, so he's going to join them in a six-man tag tonight. So, Oh, Shelly's got some footage here to share. Oh, yeah, they're, <laughs> they are going to watch the Jackie Gata tape back here. Oh. Until Miss Gata herself emerges and turns it off. What the hell is she wearing? Good Lord. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a question you can ask, and I'm not sure it's I have like the a... answer for you. <laughs> Sequined man, it's, it's a lot of lot going on here. <laughs> she looks like a damsel in distress in like a Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, like her, and then comboed with Jared's salmon pants and the <laughs> and Borash, <laughs> like he's the salmon pants. Then you got Borash in the back with his leisure leisure suit. It's just, it's just. John killed it on the on the last episode. He's definitely like Saturday Night Fever. He's got oh, the yeah. collar like outside of the jacket and mm-hmm. everything. And yeah, he's definitely he's definitely about to go dancing at the club after this. So I guess Jared's telling her like, "We're about to watch the tape. We don't care. Mm-hmm. We have footage on you, so you're gonna do what I say, when I say, when I do, or wh- wherever I say, when I do it." So she's basically like there. Uh, servant at this point so they're blackmailing her yes exactly because mm. apparently they got her doing some scandalous stuff on her video mm. and Jared thinks that Shelly did such a good job with the Jackie video that now EY is talking about Sting being back so Jared's like hey Shelly how about you go get some footage of Sting proving that he's done that he's just an old man Sitting at home with his kids. So Shelly gets another mission. <laughs> that slap. What a weak slap. <laughs> that slap was so slow. <laughs> oh my god. That was awful. No. <laughs> but but right Dom. before that he said. Everybody needs to stop hitting Eric. And then he just smacks the shit out of him. <laughs> Only I can smack him. But yeah, he's basically telling Shelly to go get some dirt on Sting, like he did on Jackie. Now, are we building this as like a, um, are you trying to hook the viewer that eventually they might be able to see this Jackie Gator tape? Like, see your boobs or something? Are they trying to make this I, like I, a um, a Dawn and Tori Wilson kind of thing, where they're teasing it out, like, because you want to see the scandalous footage? Yeah, I, I think I think they're sp- they're trying to imply that maybe she's going to, like, not comply eventually and they'll like show it mm. um you know like she, she'll play along with their games for so long but if if she you know, turns on them or whatever surprisingly like they haven't for this time frame given like where wwe and stuff was at they really haven't gone i mean i know they have like they obviously have gail kim and all but they don't really i mean they have them there and they're obviously like wanting to be eye candy or whatever but they don't go full-on like like they haven't exploited like that kind of thing as much as you would think for yeah. this time frame. Like the the sexual stuff. Like they don't go full like horn dog WWE. Mm, it's kind of surprising. Yeah. You would think like them being desperate to establish themselves that they might go for more of that. Especially being on Spike now. You think Spike because you know Spike was Spike. You'd think they want to be like, yeah like make it all about boobs and stuff. Yeah, Spike was branded as like TV for men. Mm-hmm. So you know like. I think right. that was like the original like little catchphrase that they had. So 
Right. So you would think, I mean, it's kind of surprising to think about it that, I mean, obviously they have the women showing their boobs off and stuff, but like, it doesn't play as much in the storylines, I guess, until now. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. And, like, they don't do like, they don't around. do like, <laughs> right. Like they don't do like bikini, ma- you know, bra and panties matches and shit like that. Yeah. I think they did a lot of that early on the weekly pay-per-views that maybe right. we, we didn't watch, uh, when Russo was a little bit more in the, mm-hmm. in the, uh, driver's seat because they had like the sports entertainment extreme sex stable so they had all that kind of stuff so but um, now i say that and then devon comes out with his you know boobs hanging out yep oiled his up. gigantic his gigantic oiled titties <laughs> i love the dedication of the florida gator fan that has the gator hat on every episode <laughs> of impact right i would There's love to Bubba. think that Danny. <laughs> Gators. There's Bubba dressed in black slacks and a generic black TNA shirt. Yep, he sure is. Like a jacket. Like, like a, always. Looks, he looks like. And he's got like the job punk, He's got like the punk sure. chick belt too on that has all the holes around right. the whole thing. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Okay, he's got the hot topic belt. Yeah, exactly. Uh so we got Killings and Team 3D versus Rude Williams and A1 of Team Canada as our main event of the evening. Like, if you saw Bubba right here and you didn't know who he was and it was the first time seeing him, you would definitely think he was like, <laughs> what was it called earlier? Like, <laughs> la, what was that? Uh, la, 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 la Migra. La Migra. <laughs> like, you were just some, like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's a he's he's either a jobber or a very good company man, <laughs> and I'm gonna go with it's not the not the second one. Really, he's yeah, I mean, nothing like, distinctive. I, you you have there's a there is a team 3D shirt. I do not understand. Right. Maybe they didn't make his size. Which makes no sense because it's his team shirt. So, right. Uh, and he's worn it before. He wore it at the pay per view. I don't know. He just looks so basic and mid. Maybe they could have brought back the tie dye. Yeah. Who knows? Anything, anything but the look he has currently. I think he's oh, going for the slimming black, as I think is maybe his goal there. Yeah, well, it ain't working, Bubba. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention that uh, Truth, uh, he has the uh, What's Up theme in uh, WWE, and I, I did not I remember that he actually used that in uh, TNA as well, and he actually came to the ring to that in, uh, in this match. And that's the first time he used, used wow. that, to my knowledge. So I wonder, like, you know, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he recorded it himself and they just. Yeah, it's so insane. Like, he must own the rights or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I think they, I think the, like, tempo to it's a little different in WWE, but uh, it's pretty much, I mean, it's obviously pretty much the same song. It's just people over there, what's up, you know, and. You know, he holds the mic to all the fans, and they say, what's up, and what's up, you know, so, yeah. That's but I didn't remember. I saw singing all the time. I didn't remember that he used that in this run. 
but that was cool to kind of notice when the episode was going on. Oh, man. This has been all right so far. Truth is Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And Bobby's good when he's in there with the right guy. (laughs) I mean, Team Canada, you know, 13 Canada. Yeah. Kind of played out at this point, but they're not bad in the ring. Well, to to make to make Sean very happy and to make maybe everyone on this podcast happy, I don't think they lasted much longer. So, yeah, they're just stale. They don't do anything with them anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, they don't ever present them as like strong. Like they just yep. happen to be with. Uh, yeah, know, they're just. Yeah. Yep. They're like so many, they just get sucked into the gesture of vortex. Mm-hmm. And they're just like his lackeys. They're not presented as like strong lackeys or anything like that. But no. Uh, it also seems super random. Like, why would they like Jeff Jarrett? Like, they're can't. They're supposed to hate like all. I Americans. know. <laughs> it doesn't and make he's any like sense. Super like southern. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, look at House of Fire Devon here. Cottage cheese. Mr. Ricotta Titty Butt Boy. (laughs) The Ricotta Train. Oh, God. That move was awesome. (laughs) He just hit like a curtain call, but he dropped Rude like straight on his head, it looked like. Rude took Uh, the uh, the old EY uh, that cell where he just like sticks his pelvis out for like 10 straight seconds, like his (laughs) back is spasming. (laughs) <laughs> like he's still doing it. <laughs> uh we're gonna hit the what's up. Ouch. No truth. And, 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 and now Rude just up. has a giant wet spot on his taint because he's because <laughs> on so oiled up. <laughs> oh my god. Now, we'll say this is not a bad use of the Dudleys here to put Truth over, kind of spotlight him. Oh. And then, of course, you have the was up, like, the connection there. So that works. So I don't mind this. That's like a little Truth Shine match here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Figuratively and literally as everyone, as he and Devon are both <laughs> shimmering. Not uh, Bubba. Bubba, uh, you know, for some reason, he did not use the baby oil. Yeah. Bubba would have really looked like Ricardo. <laughs> oh God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he he would look like cottage cheese, basically. Yeah. <laughs> the uh the fresh mozzarella you get in like the ball. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. Not yeah, good. We're gonna end Not in there. Good. <laughs> Oh, here we go. He won. He won such a stiff. Dude can barely such run the rope. He, he almost busted his ass trying to go off the rope. <laughs> there we go. Good. See, that's good, too. Let Truth, like, get the Dudleys out of there. Let him have his moment at the end. But then he gets the baby face shine because you got these. Got the AMW coming out. The AMW. The, the AM dubs. All he's got the fucking handcuffs. Like, <laughs> Yep, they're obsessed with handcuffing people. <laughs> they're literally cowboy sheriffs that handcuff everybody. 
Uh-oh. It's Rhino. Oh, God. Oh, God. He, like, speared him in the neck. I know. He got him, like, right in the boobs. That's gross. But Rhino comes and makes the save for Mr. Truth. Which I believe sets up on the next episode a uh, tag team match between the four of those individuals. So oh my goodness, we have that Monty. to look forward to. Look at that belt, belt buckle. <laughs> belt buckle. And the shirt. shirt. Uh-oh, he's busting in Christian Cage's. Christian Cage, you stupid son of a bitch. I'm going to get you, motherfucker. <laughs> PNA Wrestling. Um, so what did you think of that episode? What would you rate that one out of 10? You know, I I think that's a little bit better than the ones we've been seeing. It seemed like kind of focused. I like the the truth shine we got at the end there. I thought that was pretty well done. I like that they're at least trying to break him back up. So I think I'll go a solid five on that one, Logan. Yeah, I enjoyed that episode as well. And like you said, I feel like it kind of built some stuff. It obviously, you know, each segment kind of had a match that it kind of built towards. So even the stupid segment with the ridiculous yellow jacket that uh, Mr. <laughs> Bullet Bob pulled out and uh, Larry's ridiculous shirt. So um, we get quite a few pay-per-view matches set up. So that's that's a good that's a good sign. Yeah, we'll build a few fun matches. You can't expect too much more on these. Yeah. And I guess we did get Christian's, uh, you know, inaugural promo as a champion. Mm-hmm. We got Mondi in this incredible suit as we're seeing this again <laughs> in the recap to the next episode. Yes. His silk uh, shirt that he had on. <laughs> got a good gore, too. That's a bonus. I still love that Mikey Bats gets absolutely blitzed with a, a pounce in the open of the show. He's just standing there, and Monty comes out of nowhere, and boom. We got the, stro- the strobes going again. Oh, my goodness. Look at that abyss sign. That's really well done. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot more females than the impacts on than I would have guessed. Ladies love. <laughs> um, <laughs> ladies love. Lex love it. Oh my god! Oh, that, that was a perfect money pyro farts right there. <laughs> goodness, he is. Oh my goodness, his, his penis is right. At the like those tights. Mm-hmm. It is right yep. at the, I guess it's some, <laughs> some kind of, is that a lion he has on his crotch or I can't quite uh, tell. Yes, he has a, he has a lion on his, on his, uh, yeah. in his dingling area. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he is facing, um, a man who's not getting, yeah, a man who's not getting an entrance. His name is uh, Dylan Knight. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's a Samoa blow. <laughs> More like Samoa No. <laughs> uh. 
Yes, Dylan Knight is all we get. Let's see, let's see if I can get any info on Mr. Dylan Knight. <laughs> sounds like a 90s teen drama person. Yeah, he sounds like a, he sounds like a character from 90210 for sure. <laughs> Dylan Knight. Oh, not good. He has one episode. Oh, some <laughs> something else came up when I put Dylan Knight. Oh. Watch Dil- free Dylan Knight. Um, some X-rated things. Oh, so maybe it's where he found his career. Maybe, maybe at that point he went by Dylan Midnight, so it sounded a little sexier. According to IMDb, this is his only appearance on TNA. So amazing. Maybe he died. After oh mining. God. Well, I mean, money is about to kill him. So. I don't know. Not a good sign. Like. Sense. Like if any of these guys have been in indie, like any indie promotions, like the internet knows, and like if nothing comes up, that's like it's not good. Oh god! <laughs> good night. <laughs> he actually mentions his name in the promo he cuts after this. <laughs> Poor fuck. Which is weird because you wouldn't think he would say you wouldn't think he would mention the guy he just killed. Uh, only to make fun of him. Mm-hmm. L.A. Dylan Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like no. Oh man. So Monty grabs the mic and basically says he didn't come here to face this jabroni that he just killed. <laughs> um, he came he came here for Christian. <laughs> uh, so is this going to be like the made... last hurrah? Is this like Monty's last hurrah is going to be this Christian deal? Uh, he hangs around for a little bit longer, but I think this is his last like prominent title contention area kind of thing, you know. I think well I think no, I think they do a I think they do another King of the Mountain. He's in that. But other than that, he's he's not like the main focus of that of if you know what I mean. Right. But somewhere in this promo he says something about he went into the wrong room because he went into the men's room. So ah. So he implies that uh, Christian goes to the ladies' room, of course. Uh, the, yes, the Christian has a vagina, yes. Yep. He says, you're the type of type of guy that is around to help build things, but Monty Brown is a person that you could build a company around. So uh, You're not wrong, Monty. You're not wrong. Yep. He wants him to just bring in the belt. Or fear, or, or come into the Serengeti, and you'll get what's coming for you. Now, should we, should we phone in Ben to tell us what kind of tape Monty has around his wrists right here? Is this a gaffer tape, seller tape, <laughs> seller tape, seller tape? Uh, tape. I, I can't remember what we landed on. So black tape would be electrical tape for us. Is that correct? Yes, I think is we that, asked. Him that, this. Okay. Yeah, I think he he wasn't sure. Oh my god, the Ooh. shirt. 
God. Why is he wearing a shirt like a 12-year-old would buy at Walmart? Good Lord. Got charisma. Oh, my my dear. This this segment only gets much worse. Uh, So every, every, every good... Every good thing he did in the last episode. Not so much in this one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the champ wearing a Got Charisma shirt. Yeah. He says something about there not being a glass ceiling because he broke through it and became champion. And then he basically says something like, you're talking to you always talk about the Serengeti, but what is the capital of Thailand? And then you'll see what, yeah, I think you know what the capital of Thailand is, and you'll see the whole glass, the, the glass ceiling thing is so stupid. It doesn't even make sense. You came from a bigger promotion. Oh my god, yeah, like you came from a bigger promotion and got the title. That's not breaking the glass ceiling. Like David Young winning a title would be breaking the glass ceiling. Yeah, you. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, Exactly. So we ask him what the capital of Thailand in him is, and then he hits him in the cock and says Bangkok. Oh. Because yeah. Christian. And, now we get a and then they have a brawl. Oh, there's like, Larry. Get out of here! <laughs> Save it for the pay-per-view. <laughs> Good lord. That shirt. He's got his racing stripe shirt on again. Where does he get these shirts? I just want to know. I want to go to the store where he buys buys all these ridiculous shirts. Larry looks more like a world champion in that segment. The way he's dressed (laughs) than Christian does. Yep. We have Mr. Borash here with the AMW. Mm Mm-hmm. What say you, Mr. Harris? So, in this promo, they announced that they're going to do a match called the Eight Man War. So it's going to be a okay. eight, basically an eight man eight man tag. It's going to be S. Jarrett and AMW taking on uh, Team 3D, Ron Killings, and Rhino. So it's basically all the faces versus Planet Jarrett. That's not Team Canada and and or Monty Brown. So. Is there like a step to this, or or is it just saying it's going to be a war? Or is this like an actual like a type of match? Yeah. I I think it's just a kind of a no holds barred kind of okay gotcha. tornado tag. Like everybody's in at the same time, weapons just boss the wall kind of stuff. I have to track my TNA gimmick mattress. So I wasn't sure if it was like there's going to be some apparatus. <laughs> no, I see. Yeah. No, only apparatuses are in uh, lockdown. So, <laughs> taking notes like a good student. Okay, I'm trying to. Way to go! Good job. Proud of you. <laughs> Even though I graduated, apparently, or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, forever, forever a student. Okay. Yeah, you're less of an expert than the rest of us. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still an expert more than ninety percent of the world. So. So I'm trying to see if we have any juicy news going on here. Apparently, they actually signed Samoa Joe to like a multi-year deal. Oh, okay. a smart move by them at this point. Mm-hmm. I'd say so. Even though he felt he was underpaid. Yeah. 
that that's more when Sting comes in and uh, signs full time and is on TV every week. He sees what he gets paid and is like, "Yeah, that's not fair." <laughs> but yeah, the, that that match just described is just described as an eight man war on the Destination X card. So I'm just I'm guessing it's just a right, false false can anywhere anything goes kind of thing. Apparently they were trying, well, apparently since 2003, I guess since they started, they've always been trying to get Joey Styles, but uh, apparently it says here that it wouldn't have been like to replace either of Tanae or West just to like make a three-man booth. So what an interesting, <laughs> Joey Styles and uh, Don West would be uh, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of energy. Yeah, I don't know if that would have worked. That, that might have been a, that might have been a poor idea. <laughs> Especially There's since interest Joey in Goldberg like by himself. Or oh wow, and Goldberg is apparently open to the idea of coming in if they can make it worth his while financially. I'm sure they can. Uh, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> he had conversations with Sting recently. The closer they get, uh, the more likely Sting will offer to throw in some more money to get him. Spike, I'm sorry, Spike, not Sting. <laughs> what is, I want to see this ultimate world where we have a Goldberg yeah, in TNA. Yeah. That would have been that would have been something for sure. <laughs> but we have AJ taking on Roddy Strong here and uh Daniels is on commentary because every time he's involved in a major X Division feud, he has to be on commentary mm-hmm. at least one of the weeks leading to the match. As we've learned, since he's apparently such a good talker, he's not. He's not a bad talker. He's just like right. he's not the guy that I would constantly throw a commentary. Right. I think we've pointed that out plenty of times in the past. But this is kind of a yeah. I was matchup if you think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. This would be like an ROH dream match in like two years when Roddy gets a little. The uh, the Florida Gator in the in the crowd reminds me of the game Gator Golf from my childhood. I don't know if you ever played Gator Golf, Logan, but that big I Gator mouth that's reminds. Yeah, pretty basic game. Not the easiest to yeah. play because like you're trying to play golf inside, pretty much. Not. Not the best. <laughs> yeah. It's time for Gator Golf. (laughs) Oh, God. Master the backbreaker. Like, Christopher Daniels really is like the third man in the booth. Like, Jesus. (laughs) He's always in there. (laughs) Yep. Not every time he's in the Major X Division feud, he has always... Always does commentary at least one week out of the like four between pay per views. I wonder what Roddy's doing right now. I wonder if he's he's in NXT technically, but I wonder if he's just kind of trying to ride out his contract so he can go to AEW, or if he's like coaching or something. Right. He does seem like an odd. Leftover, yeah. Like it seems like all his boys gone. 
Yeah. But he's also a family he, dude, I think. So I can't imagine WWE money's bad. So I'm guessing AEW would have to make it worth yeah. his while. Yeah. But it is, his wife works for AEW too, so. Right. He's, it's just a natural fit. You would think if he really wanted to go that bad, they would let him go. I mean, there's no point in keeping him around and paying him. If, oh, that kick was sick. Jesus. Some sad TNA news in here. Uh, former TNA uh, performer Cheeks, the near 600-pound dude who wrestled, uh, is having major health issues from undergoing gastric bypass. He got down oh, no. to 345 pounds, but then suffered a stroke, which was blamed on stress after over losing the weight. He lost his job and no medical insurance, and right now is having trouble paying all $10,000 in medical bills. So, sad situation for Cheeks there. Oh, Cheeks. I think Johnny Fairplay is uh, shooting pictures outside the ring right now. <laughs> you see him on the other side of the ring? Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> With oh, the blonde hair. Oh, my goodness, yeah. It's like Johnny Fairplay mixed with uh, Todd Chrisley's uh, mom from Christmas. <laughs> yeah, this guy has quite a quaft of hair here. I know. He's much taller than Johnny Fairplay is, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Those were the days. We had Johnny Fairplay and. Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of our NASCAR guy? Oh, I can't think oh, of his of course, Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon, yeah. When I was oh. uh, driving back from your house uh, post San Antonio, I, I passed the. Uh, there's a ham in Louisiana, I believe, and yes, <laughs> I, I, I almost took a picture of it. And I said, "Oh, I just passed uh, Jeff Jeff Ham in Louisiana." So, also, isn't Mark Har- isn't it NCIS New Orleans? Is that what he's in? Or is he, it, uh, is Mark, he Harmon, just, Mark Harmon was just in the regular NCIS. Ah, so. gotcha. Not this one. I know they shoot that here. No, they had, they do have an NCIS New Orleans. Right, team. right. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's in. I don't think he's in that one. Fuck. We missed was the backstage segment. Go ahead, was, uh, did anything happen with the Gail and Jackie thing here? Any major um, developments? Jeff picked out a special outfit that he wants Jackie to wear, and uh, Gail just gave it to her. That's pretty much. That's pretty much all that just happened. Hey, look, Team Canada. And mm-hmm. just wait to see who they face. <laughs> Everybody's favorite tag team. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of strokes, look at A1. I know. Two, two, beefy, two beefy boys of uh, Team Canada. Taking on Kip and BG. They have a weird camo fascination, them two. Yeah. Well, it, Road Dog was actually in the military at one point, so yeah, sense. BG. I think I think uh, Billy Gunn just is like whatever. I'll go as long as we wear my booty shorts. I don't care what color. Or anything. Just as mm-hmm. long as they're booty shorts, I'm good. As long as I wear they, they, shorts and tie my hair in some weird ponytails, then I'll do whatever. Kip James' hair is so ridiculous. He has a regular ponytail coming out the back, and then he has the tiny little pigtails around the side. What an absurd human being. <laughs> right. right, imagine being like six foot fucking like <laughs> tying your hair. <laughs> He's just, it's... Uh, 
and he wonders why his sons are such fuckheads nowadays. <laughs> In storyline, of course. <laughs> he doesn't actually think they're fuckheads. Or does he? I'm just kidding. Uh, his are obligatory. Billy Gunn is a fucking hoss. I know, He's I was, towering I, over Bobby Roode. Good lord. That's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Is like Bobby Roode's like not a small dude, but he's standing up next to Kip James, and it's just like, oh my god, he is like, so always, he is so big. It's like we and everyone else in the world have said it a thousand times, but I just could never. Like every time you see him, it's like, good lord, oh fuck, yeah, oh, this is the cell, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody sells better than face Billy Gunn. <laughs> uh. Give it all to me. His very slip New work. Orleans. New Orleans yeah. <laughs> His very New Orleans jazz uh, theme song yeah. that he had. But yeah, we got some Lemore going here working over mm. Team Canada working over Billy Gun. Sorry, Kip James. Monty Sop. Monty Mr. Sop. <laughs> Mr. Sop. That's such an odd name. I know. Monty Sop. Sop. Mr. Sop. Mr. Sop, Sop, Mr. Mr. Sop, Monty Kip Sop is his name. Mm-hmm. What a name! Oh, here come the Latins. Lex. Oh my God! Ouch! Crushed him. I love the Northern Lariat. That's actually King a good sell by BJ. BJ, I gotta give it to him. He just BJ. dropped <laughs> BJ. BJ. Uh, that was the per- BJ, that was a perfect for you up there. <laughs> BJ James. <coughs> I guess Sorry, if he was me. just Brian James, he could just be BJ. Oh, he hit this, just hit him with the slapjack. What a bastard. Well, here Come comes on. here comes Father Bob. If they're as good as the Dudleys, he'd be bleeding all over right now. If Bubba took that shot, oh my god, what is he wearing? What are those pants? What, the, what is he? He looks like a banana. The, oh my god, the pants You can see his, his old butt. <laughs> oh my like, god. He has the thing like where the pants are like so loose and thin that they actually kind of become tight because they just like are so thin. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the Bullet Bob Sabu pants, which are just like, oh my god! It's like he's like wearing like my grandpa's couch. That's Jesus Christ! That shirt he had on under the Mister Mister Yellow Jacket guy uh, was pretty Lord. impressive as well. He's wearing the average like a... Joe's uh, dodgeball uniform. <laughs> it was like a it was like a shirt, but it looked like sweater material, basically. 
but it had the sleeves cut off. Oh my goodness! Who who and knew the, Bullet uh, Bob would be the most over baby face in the Impact Zone tonight? Oh my god, the pants! And it was like these weird, almost like jogger-looking mm-hmm. pants. <laughs> they were like sweatpants, but they were dressy-looking. <laughs> Somehow, they look like they would be from like I don't know, like Al Capone's era or something, <laughs> like a zoot suit. <laughs> Uh, yes, finally. Yes. See, like if if Shark Boy wins the world title, that's breaking the glass ceiling, Christian. Not you, yeah. bastard. <laughs> well, Shark now, 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 now we know by uh, now we know why Sean couldn't really be here tonight because uh, in his made up metaphorical contract, uh, he has a no shark Shark Boy clause. So, oh uh, yeah, he had had a bad time between the all the shine for uh. For um, truth, and then mm-hmm. the Shark Boy appearance. Oh, we yeah, might enjoy might this. This might uh, this might work for him. He might have raged if uh, during the truth package. <laughs> but then got real happy when he realized Shark Boy's about to get filleted by Samoa Joe. Yep. <laughs> I think when I watched this, uh, pre-watched this, I, to- I told him, I was like, well, you couldn't have been on these episodes anyway. And then I was like, oh, never mind. He's about to get murdered by Sojo. <laughs> so it might have been all right. No, nah, he, he would have hated this. I think Shark Boy actually gets a little shine, if I remember correctly. It would not shock me if this match ends with Samojo literally eating him. Like just consuming him. Just biting his head off. It's definitely possible. <laughs> oh my god, Mikey's eating him. Are you okay, man? <laughs> He's consuming it piece by piece, Mike. God, his fucking kicks are just ridiculous. Even the Sentine, where I know he barely hits him, just looks fucking brutal, too. It's like something so little like that. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> It's like he has giant shins. <laughs> like his shins look devastating. <laughs> yes. So I don't know if commentary calls it, calls it this, but apparently the uh, coquina clutch that he does at this point, Joe refers to as the "you're my bitch." So that's his. Uh, that's what he calls his coquina clutch at this point. A little clunky, Joe. The phrasing, a little clunky. A little too much to say. You're my bitch, boy. Oh, there's Shark Boy. Getting it in. Here we go. He's going for the comeback. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, (laughs) eight, nine. Uh, Oh, and he goes for the bite. Oh, my God. Oh, Sean just woke up in a cold sweat. Oh, this is going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going for the ah. Oh, he almost went for the Dead Sea drop, but instead, well, now he's just dead. He get, yep. Now he's just dead. <laughs> the snorkel buster. <laughs> oh God! The the dorsal buster. Oh my God! I don't think he actually referred to that move as that. I think this is just what this review says that I have pulled up. Oh, okay. 
It also it also says in the description of how this match went, it says Joe killed another bitch. You know, put some respect <laughs> on Shark Boy. Is that review written by Sean Kidd? Uh, I think so, actually. <laughs> I usually try to keep a um a review up in case I can't remember what the promo was from watching it. Right. Pre watching no, it. I do the same. I do the same. Just to... yeah. Because... Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. Because I originally pre-watched this um, before we were originally going to record, so I haven't actually haven't watched this in four or five days. <laughs> so... So we've had two episodes and two viewing parties, but tonight's viewing parties... Uh, about uh, Sting, what Shelly got on Sting. So, is this what he was sent out to find last week? It's amazing he does all that in a week. He had to fly all the way to Venice Beach, California, and then back to Florida, and you know, yeah, wild. Another puff piece for Mr. Killings. Yeah. He should mention the Tupac connection, like like how Jeff Jarrett says he beat Hogan. He's like, yeah, I knew Tupac. Yeah, I rapped better than Tupac. Tupac was my bitch in the rap game. That's what he says. <laughs> he is like low-key juice. You kind of forget sometimes, but... Oh no, he's like ridiculous. Like he's, he's ripped. Like they just showed the close up. I was like, "Good lord!" He doesn't look like steroided though. He's just like ridiculously mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he's... cut. Okay. Like he's legit, like the most in shape person on the roster. I'd say. I'm here for it. I'm here for the truth. Mini push. Mm-hmm. Well, he gets a big spot. I mean, he's in the, he's in the, um, he's in the Jeff Jarrett match at the next pay per view. So, I kind of like to see to him. I kind of like to see him do some stuff with the X Division guys. I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would be cool. But like I said at the end of the last mm-hmm. episode, we get Killings and Rhino taking on AMW here, kind of pay off last week's little. Attack and to further set up that eight man war that oh, we're gonna have in the pay per view. Oh, there's that sick bump from the last one, uh, from the mm-hmm. pay per view. Yep. Poor Abyss, Here's... he hasn't been on, he's not gonna be, he's not gonna be on either episode, so um, that uh, he's selling the injuries, so no James so... Mitchell. Probably a good one for probably a good one for <laughs> Matt to miss. We didn't need him to say abyss. Abyss. <laughs> the girl in the crowd behind Truth was getting it. She was. She was, she was up and down. She was down with down with Ron Killings.
I love that James Storm just looked like he was squatting to take a shit. And as soon as he got in like prime position, the fireworks started going off. <laughs> you listen here, you son of a bitch. Don't say anything bad about me. <laughs> oh, shit. Poor Elix Skippers have been kicked to the crowd. <laughs> There's legit a guy in the crowd that looks just like Sam and Diamond too, and I was like, damn, they they put the poor diamonds in the rough in the crowd. <laughs> so, looks like so they belong. Looks like Tat <laughs> Yeah. Looks like Taz has made a return too. We got the guy in the towel in the in the crowd again. He's been gone for a while. He was on vacation the last couple of tapings. Came back to Florida. Yeah. Little feeling out here. Not much going. Yeah. <laughs> Triz is gonna start dancing. Sean's gonna start throwing things. <laughs> this fucking guy. I don't, I don't know over if I like shit. They look a little yeah. Too yeah. For some, not that they're like, you know, but there are some thicker boys. I think it accentuates the the pudge a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it just looks like they they're need, in their drawers. They need to. Uh, they need to adopt the uh, Bubba way of thinking and go back to the black. <laughs> right. It'll slim their fupas. <laughs> their pumpkin cooch. They're pumpkin cooches. Like a true steal in the hat. And a boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just acting like he was going to hump his face there. Hump <laughs> mm. James Storm's oh, face. God. Truth is known for a random gyration from time to time, so... <clears throat> Oh God. oh, God. The amazing thing is, is he does the gore, but like the little like run, run and spear into the corner is almost more devastating. Right. Giving a greasy penis a break here. I think like he's been in almost every match. Now we got a, is this so, is this Rudy? This is Rudy Charles. Yep. Rudy. Can't believe he's still riffing today. What a joke. <laughs> His license should have been revoked years ago. Exactly. <laughs> he's in WWE too, so he made it to the big time. I need you to do like an investigative report like the local news on the refing board of TNA. How are these guys <laughs> getting their licenses? And like where you show footage of all their egregious errors. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they got rid of Posey, it seems. Right. Posey even too bad for TNA. Yep. But a good but good enough for current AEW, so. Double clothesline oh, spots. I may, have, I may have spoke too soon. Oh. 
This will get to the leader. Yes. Oh no. Oh, grab me by the head. Ah, there he is. Yes. Murder the bad bitches. Yes. You think you can get through an episode without me, you motherfuckers? Oh, God. Oh, Oh, my God. He just got belly to belly through the wall. Okay, that was fun. Even though that was definitely like sheet metal. (laughs) James Mitchell's got his uh, violent bow regard from uh, Ray Walker (laughs) in the Chocolate Factory jacket on. (laughs) The blueberry. Yeah. Two episodes in a row with a Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. You know? Man, tr- true spins with oh. such velocity on that corkscrew. Mm-hmm. Man, this has been like short, but they are they are laying the shit in in this match. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's stuff is looking good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh. Uh, and he dropped him a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's a cool move, but it's very. It just seems like, like to time it right, you have to put the guy in way too much risk of breaking his neck. Mm-hmm. So like they always have to like drop him before, and you can kind of see it. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a tough move to pull off. Yeah, it's 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 very dangerous and not worth it. But yeah, it's cool when hit properly. Right. Yeah, I get it. Even when it's like, even though you could see it, I mean, it's still a cool move. But yeah, it's hard to hit. Yeah. My God! I like Boy, how it had to bend. Uh, I like how it had to bend a little bit first before I completely uh, caved in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Abyss had to put his full body weight in. <laughs> uh, expose the scaffolding. As <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the squash with the thumb. As if Rhino's human refrigerator ass wasn't big enough to bash through the wall itself. Here we go. We're going to watch the Jeff Jarrett sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> I have the stroke. We're going to watch Sting hanging hanging around in the, in the backyard mowing grass. Oh. And we have French-made Jackie Gata. They're making it seem like every time they have Alex Shelley sitting, it makes it seem like he's in like a wheelchair or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> they got her in an outfit, and he dropped the tape just so she would bend over and get it, and she she figured out what they were trying to do. I like how Borash like no sells everything. He's just being a, a proper journalist. Mm-hmm. What? I want to get staying with the kids. How special! Hey, Keep paparazzi. Just... <laughs> Don Keep is paparazzi. Like this. <laughs> Keep paparazzi productions in your head, though. Keep that name in your head. Gotcha. It's like an episode of Cheaters. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> it definitely looks like something that would come on MTV or VH1, like super late at night. 
now following Sting. But I can hear Don already. He's like, good God, this is his private life. This is disgusting. We're now following Steve Borden and his family. <laughs> I remember uh, I was ready to rumble when I figured out his real name. Oh, wow. <laughs> in the credits. Mm. I was like 10 or whatever. And it was like Steve Sting Borden. I was like, okay. And then I thought it was like, oh, I wonder if he's related to the Borden Milk people. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> One can only hope. Uh, sitting on that chocolate milk money. <laughs> now, if Alex Shelley looks like he's, this, now he's filming this like a jackass segment or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Sting playing basketball with his kids. Mm-hmm. And he's driving around on the highway like a bitch. <laughs> Sting leaves house. Sting leaves house. It's ridiculous. He's going to Walgreens. Get his prescriptions. He's going to the gym to pump some iron. Cool gym. He, he, An excursion that seems like a gym. modest car. Did you say modest? Where's Jeff Hardy? That like that. So what's the? Is, is that good enough for you? Why <laughs> does that convince you that he's retired? <laughs> mm. He looks pretty retired there, Ey. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they they started calling uh, EY Showtime Eric Young because that was his nickname uh, in the Indies before TNA existed, I guess. Um, and he says not to call him that because it'll upset Sting because he says Showtime all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so is what is Jeff Jarrett telling? Over <clears throat> here. He needs to get more footage. Yeah, he's basically no. Well, no, nah, I think at this point he tells him he needs him to get face to face, and he needs him to get Sting to say that he is done. He is out. He's quit. He's retired. He needs him to get you know right up in his grill and everything. Not not just film him from afar. He needs to talk to him and interview him. So, but hell of a way to end the show. <laughs> As EY lets us know that this is the worst idea yet, he's coming back. So, <laughs> in, end of episode number two. So, but uh, Jake, what would you go on that episode out of ten? Uh, similar. I, I don't want to give the same rating. With it, <clears throat> I mean, I would probably like just looking at both of them. I would maybe go back and give the first one a touch higher. But they're both like in that five to six range. Like, these are just pretty decent, solid shows, which is good because I feel like we've kind of had some down ones. But I thought both of them delivered on their, like, main events. Like, uh, like we're at the Abyss um, Rhino deal here, and I thought the match was pretty stiff for what it was. And, you know, I mean, the Jared stuff is stupid, but at least it's some kind of angle that's, like, I at least do want to see how it's going to play out. <laughs> Sorry, the next one came on. I got Bob and his pants again. But, yeah, I thought these were both good. <laughs> But yeah, touch lower. I'd probably looking back at it, I'd probably give the first one more like a six and this one a five, but they were both pretty pretty decent. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad episodes. I think, I think, uh, I think this one, like you said, is definitely better. Um, had a few better matches. Um, and uh, like, like we've said, both of them have uh, progressed the stories uh, along pretty well. Uh, not a lot of just matches for matches' sake. So, um, but yeah, just a couple of couple of strong episodes, uh, all things considered, from what we've been watching lately. So, um, but uh, we'll run through some awards real quick. Um, MVP, who would you have as your MVP for these episodes? Hmm. I think I'm gonna go Truth. You got a lot of shine. You look good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's who I was uh, thinking as well. So that, that's who I'll go with uh, along with you. Um, LVP, who is your least valuable player on these? Uh, it's I'll, I'll spare Christian because he kind of evened out because he had one good promo, one kind of stupid one. Uh, I think, man, it's tough. I don't know if anybody really. I'm trying to think of anybody. To, I mean, the real LVP would probably be Dylan Knight, not his own fault, but he definitely <laughs> is the least valuable. He does not hold a lot of value, so I'll I'll go Dylan Knight. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the jobbers of these episodes because uh, La Migra and uh, more importantly, <laughs> oh, Knight. The, uh, the diapers. <laughs> yeah, uh, outfits on jobbers is the LVP for tonight's episode. So. Right. Um, uh, match of the night, who would you go with on that one? Um, you know, I think I'll go with the the whole package of that uh, main event we just watched between the abyss thing with the, uh, with abyss showing up. And then I thought the match was pretty stiff too with AMW and truth and Rhino. Yeah. I think that was definitely uh, the best match that we watched. Um, the AJ uh, Roddy strong match was pretty good as well, but that, that uh, main event we just watched was uh, definitely the best of, of the two. I, I would say uh, moment of the night is probably definitely the belly to belly through the, uh, mm-hmm. they actually called it the black hole slam. Uh, it really wasn't the black hole slam, more of a belly to belly, but um, through the uh, sheet metal wall that they had uh, constructed. So I think that's right. definitely a moment of the night for sure. Uh, my moment um, of the night was Sting playing basketball with his children in his driveway. Okay, Logan. Absolutely. Sorry, I, I, I was I was making assumptions. I shouldn't have done that. I apologize. <laughs> um, but uh, Morphoplex Award. Uh, who would you go with for that tonight? A1, specifically when A1 got on the top rope and flexed and looked like his blood vessels were all about to burst simultaneously. That, that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I feel like we just vary between A1 and Devon. So um, I guess I'll go with Devon because he was looking very, uh, very buff and uh, oiled up tonight as well. So um, I'll go with him. Um, were there any great values that you noticed uh, throughout the episodes tonight? Um, I don't know what it'd be great value, but like Christian's dumbass shirt. Um, we have, uh, we have, uh, great value. Got milk <laughs> yeah, bullet bobs. Whatever. I don't know what would the great value be with that whole outfit he had on. Like, I don't know what, what it's great value of, but it's something. He's he's great value uh, man in the yellow hat from Curious George without the yellow hat. So <laughs> he had the brown pants and the yellow jacket on. So, um, but yeah, definitely for sure on both of those. Um, but um, we'll move on to plugs. What you have to plug tonight? Yeah, it's our typical stuff. We got roulette cranking out once a month. Still doing the ruthlessly aggressive podcast over on the North South uh, Connection feed. A lot of new video content. I'm not in any of it currently, but there's a lot of new video content that's been put out, which is cool. Um, if you're into that, go check out that. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got off the top of my head. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got both of the shows that uh, he just mentioned as well. 
um, uh, chicken salad. Uh, we, we're about to record a new episode of that one uh, coming up. Starflation. I think we're going to record another episode of that too coming up as well. Who's next is my NXT pod with uh, Andy Atherton. Uh, we talk about current day NXT. Um, the Dangerous Alliance pod, Seven Months of Danger. Uh, we're going to record another episode of that coming up uh, pretty soon as well. Um, and just check out all the feeds, check out all the pods that everybody does. Uh, might have some new stuff coming up, might have some uh, guest spots that I'm, I'm, I'm on as well coming up. Um, but just li- like I said, listen to everything. Everybody does great stuff. Jake does great stuff. Everybody that's usually on the show does other great stuff that uh, they do on their own and, and, and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, just listen to everything. Um, and as always, we appreciate you listening to us and joining us tonight. And we will see you next time. It's the method man for short, Mr. Map. Move it on your left. Ah, and set it off. Get it off. Let it off like a gat. I want to break food. Cop me back. Small change. They putting shame in the game. I take game and blow the nigga out the frame. And like, bang. My fella live forever. Niggas crossing over like they don't know no better. But I do. True, can I get a soul? Enough respect due to the one six ooh. I mean, oh. Yo, check out the flow like the Hudson or PCP. When I'm dusting, niggas off because I'm hot like Source. The smoke from the lyrical blood make me uh, Ooh, what crap, my nut gets cool Ow, here comes my Shaolin style True, B-A-B-B-Y-U To my crew with the Yeah, yeah, yeah Come on, baby, baby, come on Baby, come on, baby, baby, come on Yo, you best protect your neck First things first, man, you f- with the worst I'll be sticking pins in your head like a f- nurse I'll attack any nigga who's slacking his mat Come fully packed with the fat bucket stack Shame on you when you step through too The old dirty bastard, straight from the Brooklyn Zoo And I'll be damned if I let any man come to my center You enter the winter, straight up and down that shit That cam, you can't slam, don't let me get fooled on the man The old dirty bastard is dirty and stinking They saw you nigga rolling with the night of the creeps Niggas be rolling with a stash Ain't saying gas, bite my style, I bite your motherfucker Yeah, loud, my style is wild, so book me not long is how long that this rhyme took me Ejecting styles from my lethal weapon My pen that rocks from here to Oregon Here's more again Catch it like a psycho flashback I love gats Rap was a gun You wouldn't bust back I come with shit, all types of shapes and sounds And where I lounge is my stomping grounds I give an order to my peeps across the water To go and snatch up props all around the border And get far like a shooting star The shoe I all is living on the life of Pablo Escobar Point blank as I kick the square bits There it is, you Chill with the feedback, black, we don't need that. It's 10 o'clock, ho, where the f just see that? Feeling mad hostile, ran out postal. Going like Christ when I speak the gospel. Stole with the holy roll, then attack the globe with the buckets. Style the ruckus, 10 times 10 men committing mad sin. Turn the other cheek and I'll break your f chin. Slain boom bangs like African drugs. Coming around the mountain when I come. Crazy flamboyant for the rap enjoyment. My clan increased like black unemployment. Yeah, another one dare. Genius, take us the f- out of here. The woo is too slamming for these coke killer labels. So ain't had hits since I seen Aunt Mabel. Be doing all the sitting like Kane did Abel. Now they money's getting stuck to the gum under the table. That's what you get when you misuse what I invent. Your empire falls and you lose every cent. But trying to blow up a scrub. Now that thought is just as right as a 20 watt light bulb. Should've pumped it when I rocked it. Niggas so stingy, they got short arms and deep pockets. This goes on in some companies with majors that scared to death to pump these. 
First of all, who's your a and A mountain climber who plays an electric guitar, but he don't know the meaning of dope when he's looking for a suit and tie rap that's cleaner than a boss soap. And I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. The best protect your neck. The best protect your neck. The best protect.